This show is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com. Welcome to I Shouldn't Have to Say This, the podcast where we discuss topics we believe requires critical and nuanced thinking. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at saythiscast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at saythiscast and go to saythiscast.com if you want to hear previous episodes. This episode will be premiering at the end of September, and we're just getting into the new release season for video games. The summer was filled with announcements about new game systems that will be available for the holiday season, and we're all waiting for the huge billion dollar corporations to honor us with their overpriced, cheaply made, single-use computers. Now make no mistake, I love video games. Some of the best parts of my life are because of gaming, and I'm actually really excited for some of the new releases. But the news today gave me pause. Microsoft has just announced that they have bought Bethesda Game Studio, who produces some of the most played franchises of recent memory. I won't go into all the titles, but for those of you that are confused, this is the same thing as Disney buying Fox and only showing Fox shows on Disney+. Wouldn't that be horrible? Only being able to watch The Simpsons or The X-Men on exclusively one platform that you had to pay for. Perish the thought. When news broke about the merger, a lot of fans took to Twitter to not only voice their disapproval, but many people started to call on Sony, who makes the PlayStation, to buy Konami, another independent game studio. And my question is, why? Why are we split into camps that are so completely devoted to one billion dollar company over another? Why are there actual virtual wars fought over who is better when all of these wonderful games could be very easily played on any system? Make no mistake, Microsoft and Sony don't actually care about you or anyone. They aren't concerned with making their customers happy. They don't really care or consider our wants or needs. Corporations are entities created to make money. They are there to extract as much wealth from the public as possible. And I shouldn't have to say this, but we really shouldn't be fighting each other over these organizations that only use the console wars to pad their bottom line. Hey everybody, and welcome to I Shouldn't Have to Say This, the uh, podcast. Yeah. Yep. I mean... Hey, <laughs> give me a minute. <laughs> hey everybody, and welcome to I Shouldn't Have to Say This, the chaotic good podcast where we talk about political stuff and things that we care about and that I want to talk about. Um, the United States is on fire right now. Some parts literally. There is a lot of shit that is happening that is super important but i just want to get something off my motherfucking chest you want to know what let's just grill we're grilling today okay let's leave it all aside have y'all noticed how fucking cringy corporations are being on the internet lately you can't answer me because this is a podcast but i was gonna say what are they gonna do <laughs> 
Nod to yourselves in your car or wherever you yeah. are. Yeah, honk the horn. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I know that this isn't like a cool, uh, a cool new thing. Like corporations are fucking antithetical to things that are cool on the internet. But in like the dystopia of 2020, it feels like corporations are becoming more like brazen in their usage of the internet to try and like beam themselves directly into your fucking head and it's falling goddamn flat (laughs) just some examples because i think that they'll be funny to talk about the baby nut turning into a goddamn teenager wait mr like baby peanut like baby peanut turned into like a teenager they tried to make it into his big thing it flopped (sighs) it flopped horribly the entire thing about baby peanut (laughs) flopped yeah, nobody cares about like peanuts. Period. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! But like the baby nut thing, the baby nut thing was so fucking bad. Oh my god! Yeah. And then like they tried to do a re up of this, uh, where like I think maybe on the Super Bowl day date. No, I have no idea. I have no idea. Well, Mister Peanut died. Yeah. Like, because old stars, like old TV stars or something, were there. And then, uh, and then they buried him, and then a peanut sprouted, and it was a baby. Something cried it into ghoulish. it. I feel like, um, Kool Aid Man, like, cried into the soil, and then a baby peanut came out. Just. And then they, like, tried to have a birthday where the baby peanut became a teenager in 2020, yeah. and it flopped, and they got made fun of a lot, but it was the worst because. Baby Peanut, it was a cynical thing to try and get on, like, the Baby Yoda kick, and it was not as successful as Baby Yoda. But at the same time, it definitely had some juice. Like, you have to admit that. Listeners at home, you might not know this, but, like, I'm a imposter syndrome-filled marketing professional. (laughs) So this is actually something that I know a little bit about, even though I'm not somebody who does TV ads. Baby Nut had some genuine fucking juice, lots of engagement. There were some accounts that were definitely not real that were spreading the images of Baby Nut. Oh, totally. But there were also some real ones. So there's that. But the teenager one, fuck me, it was bad. (laughs) Then there was that company that was using Twitch donations to advertise like Big Macs or some fucking shit. What? Oh my God, you didn't hear about this? Okay, we have to explain the whole thing now. I'm never going to pronounce the name of this company correctly. Burger King hired an ad firm that was trying to get the more internet advertising. And what they chose to do was donate the minimum amount to get a little card to appear saying that you had like donated to the streamer. Mm-hmm. Like a bot was doing that. The title would be like the king of the stream. And then it would say like Burger King. And then it would say, come eat our Big Macs. And so this gave fucking burger king a channel to promote their brand to like the viewers of huge streamers without paying the actual sum of money that they would need to in order to obtain that brand endorsement let's say that they were doing this to pewdiepie which i don't think they they did they did it to people who are infinitely better people than pewdiepie and i actually wouldn't care if they did this to pewdiepie but let's say that they did it in order to get like an endorsement from fucking pewdiepie you'd probably have to like pay a whole bunch of fucking money They paid like five bucks (laughs) and got like a title card on the stream. And streamers were fucking pissed because they were like, 
I actually do sponsorships. I have relationships with companies. I'm going to get like $3 after Twitch has its way with this donation. And like, it costs a hundred times that yeah. for a fucking call out like this. Like, fuck you. You know? I mean, I, I, I just want to say one thing, though. Smart as shit, though. Smart. Really I mean, that's smart, but like <laughs> That evil. was evil smart, but still. When you hear about someone that's done something very, very horrible and they got away with it or something, I you, like the Koch brothers or something, I got it like <sighs> good ideas, you know, like credit where credit's due. The thing is, like with the Koch brothers, I think that they got a they genuinely got a Koch brother. Ha. Huh? Um, one of them is dead. Yeah, they got a <laughs> they like genuinely like are robber barons, whereas the people who did this with Burger King, like, I'm not really sure that anybody's going to see Burger King do something like that and be like, oh, mm, God, I, I sure want a, a Big Mac because they <laughs> oh, shafted no, just, my favorite yeah. streamer. Burger King is a convenience food. Yeah. If you're going to eat Burger King, it's because there's no other option. Well, I feel like if I had it in my head that they shafted one of my favorite streamers and I was like on the road driving and there was like a McDonald's and like a Burger King and I was like a gamer bro, I'd definitely like pull into the <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> like, I think that, that that was yeah. a major flat. Oh, no, it was that was I, I just saying like that was like whoever had that idea that was diabolical and credit where credit's due that's all i'm saying oh like, yeah I, like like the idea that, was, that it popped into somebody's head to do that is kind of um it is a mar it is a modern marvel let's say it like that. yeah yeah i'm just yeah that's all i'm saying Okay. Like whoever whoever got that they they even though it's fucked them over they deserve a bonus. <laughs> Thinking I, outside the box. I don't I I want to <laughs> I would want to know what the results from that are because I'm pretty sure it probably flopped. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't I would bet Maybe. money that they didn't see much. Uh, but you know whatever. Yeah. The next one is all the fucking Animal Crossing campaigns. Fucking. <laughs> ass wipes fucking joe biden and kamala harris uh kamala harris is her real name i should put yes. some respect on her name i am don't want to kamala harris every other fucking corporation in existence who are the other ones like just so many goddamn people being like haha download our fucking um pattern like for animal crossing yeah. we're cool hip Zoomers, haha, Animal Crossing. We know about Animal Crossing. <laughs> I fucking hate it so goddamn much. Like, thank God that I got bored of Animal Crossing months before that caught on, because it really would bother me if I was like a huge big fan of Horizons and I kept on seeing people trying to like capitalize on like the real, genuine viral energy of that stupid fucking game. You know. Mm -hmm. Because it's so cynical. It's so cynical. It makes me really mad. <sighs> but the are we just you are, you, are we just like listing? Oh yeah, we're listing. We're, we're just listing corporations that piss us off. Is yeah, yeah. I'm I'm memeing. We're grilling today. I'm not talking about anything. I'm just giving examples. We're I want to yell at. I want to yell about the things that have been bothering me. This is you want to know what gr really grinds my fucking gears. Um. That big court case ideas? between Epic and Google and Apple? Oh my god. That could be an entire that the you you know I have a lot more but let's just talk about this for a while because this really <laughs> takes some talking about. So God, the whole it just Epic in general 
that that whole thing is just. But we're gonna talk about Fortnite. <laughs> okay, I, I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> so, um, like last month or something, Epic Games decided that they didn't want to give a cut of the proceeds from selling V Bucks on their game hit game Fortnite. You might have heard of it on the Play Store and on iTunes. That's what it's called. I forgot what iTunes was called. They didn't want to give them their 30% cut, so they decided that they were going to, against terms of service, create a way to sell directly to the customer at a slightly reduced cost. 20%, yeah. This, of course, pissed Apple right the fuck off, and they yeeted Fortnite off of the App Store. Shortly after, Google yeeted that bitch off the <laughs> Play Store. And I shit you not, like, less than... <laughs> <laughs> 60 minutes later epic had already filed their goddamn lawsuit oh yeah they i mean they they had that shit drafted they were ready that was they were just gonna make a fucking point i mean that's why they did it they yeah. were trying to they were trying to bait them into it so that they can like bring the court case and the way that epic geared this was that this was a fight between the uh, ragtag underdog fortnite and apple in all of the literature regarding this, it's not saying Epic, their parent, Fortnite's parent company that's fighting Apple. It says Fortnite, which is an intellectual property probably made by better people than the people who run Epic, fighting <laughs> with, with Apple, an evil company that everybody knows is evil, and Google, an evil company which most people know is evil. <laughs> so, like, three evil companies, and yet... They target the one that everybody hates the most, which is Apple, and also they shed their corporate name and take on the name of their product when they're trying to rally their users' support for their goddamn platform. Right. Bitch, when yeah. I tell you I fucking hate this shit so goddamn much and these fucking <laughs> and these fucking Fortnite simps on my goddamn timeline. Like, I don't even like the word simp, but, like, that's the only accurate way to describe these people. These people who are like... <gasps> is battling the big meanie weenie apple oh my god i have to protect them against the apple fans and the google fans and mean old apple wapple is being mean to epic Wepic. oh sorry i shouldn't have said epic fortnite my daddy fortnite i love v-bucks i'm gonna buy five thousand dollars worth of v-bucks with right, my daddy's uh, credit card because anytime. that being just keeps going. Just, it just keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps going. <laughs> That's the po- this is the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be. I have literally an infinite amount of that trash filling up my brain right now. I've seen so many people, like, unironically defending the shit out of goddamn Fortnite against Apple. <laughs> failing to really about, grasp like, the point yeah. that Epic sucks. Epic they is really I think do. That, and I think that Tencent has a majority share, at least a super significant share of Epic games right now. And Tencent we are not China. Ze- we are not xenophobic <laughs> on this fucking podcast, but at the same time you have to recognize that like Tencent is a really terrible company and also a company which actively seeks to like strengthen the economic position of china over american interests and also to like 
fuck our technology firms over real hard. They suck. Tencent uh, owns 48% of Epic. Okay, so slightly less than half. Yeah. They own Riot outright. Like, it just, and every yeah. and everything Tencent touches turns to fucking mud. Yeah. They suck everything good out of a game company. It really sucks. I I hate Tencent a lot. That could be another episode. That's not that's not being xenophobic. That's just like, hey, the government of China is fucking around. <laughs> that's Yeah. Some people you know. have unironically told me that I'm that I'm like xenophobic for not liking Tencent and I'm like what? I fucking hate you people. <laughs> so are you being xenophobic for hating Apple? Oh, no. No, because it's Ooh. an American company. Like, yeah, so that's You can only hate whatever. corporations from your own company or your own country or else yeah. the United States I is hate, a company. I hate Ubisoft. I'm xenophobic against the French. I apparently. am. Apparently. Well, we're American. <laughs> that's kind of in the contract. Yeah, I was like, I actually am. That was actually also on my list. I was going to talk about my last thing was I was going to talk about um, how Ubisoft um, has flooded the Internet with like just so much game news. And it's all including like the Scott Pilgrim shit. I just saw something about that fucking exclusively to hide the fact that like they continue to harbor like just flat out fucking horrific rapists and like people who are literally like violent towards everybody on their team strangling them and whatnot and like just kind of going like but assassin's creed valhalla air horns (laughs) air horns air horns like fucking so bad i mean i I just didn't like them because their business practices but i didn't know Oh, you, watch Jim Sterling's videos. <laughs> Everybody, watch Jim Sterling's many videos about Ubisoft. You'll leave with a really terrible impression of Ubisoft. But everything's absolutely true, and you can go cross-check it with fucking Kotaku. Like Jesus Christ. It's real bad. Anyways. <sighs> yeah, it's so epic. Yeah. We were talking about Tencent and how epic's horrible and... They can go into intentionally weaponizing their fucking fan base by um, trying to shed the image of a disgusting, like godless corporation and trying to embody like the light, colorful attitude of fucking Fortnite, going free fucking Fortnite, doing all sorts of stuff, trying to mimic the goddamn Black Lives Matter movement in order to like make themselves look like they're fighting against the gigantic behemoth company when it's a billion dollar evaluation company fighting another billion dollar evaluation company. Owned by a multi-billion dollar fucking corporation. It makes me very, 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 very ill to think about. I'm getting that. Also, here's a secret. Uh-oh. In the United States, it's it's um legal for one entity to fund the lawsuit of another entity. So if you think that this is a fight against Epic and their coffers and Apple and their coffers and google with their coffers and you're like oh well epic's gonna get well epic's gonna get fucking smashed 10 cents behind them too so (laughs) that's that's the secret it's not a secret anyways as a marketing professional i'm just gonna tell you Mm -hmm. the secret of the trade and the secret of the trade is that all we do is think about how dumb people are and what would resonate with stupid people they believe that if they can like create like hollow husks of memes or imitate 
reality that it will resonate with fucking people. Like that goddamn Pepsi commercial where like <laughs> they were <laughs> like vague fucking protest uh, oh, thing and yeah, like putting the guns, like, like the flowers the and the guns or some yeah. fucking shit with Kim Kardashian. Join the conversation. <laughs> Join the conversation about literally fucking nothing by Pepsi Cola must consume. Um, they think that you're stupid enough to think that that's like a genuine goddamn statement. But understand so that they don't yeah. give a fuck. None of these companies, Ubisoft doesn't give a fuck. Epic, not an underdog. Doesn't give a fuck about Black Lives Matter or any other like social movement. Fucking Tencent, ha! All of the companies using Animal Crossing, they don't give a fuck about Animal Crossing. They don't give a fuck about gamers. They don't give a fuck about any of the things that you care about. They care about their agendas and they're utilizing culture in order to try and push their fucking agendas ahead. Trying to get you to buy products that you don't want or don't need because... They think that you're stupid enough to buy some shit just because of Animal Crossing. It's very fucking cynical, and it makes me very fucking angry, as you might be able to tell. Because, sorry, you're trying to talk. I was just going to say, we're going to have some links about Epic, Tencent, and um, and join the conversation. Yeah. Join <laughs> the conversation. Uh, that's going to be in the show notes for this episode. So check those out. Anyways, we live in an aesthetic era. Like the 21st century is an era of aesthetics. The internet is not about reality, it's about perceived reality and whatever you mm-hmm. put out into the world. But it has to be uh, believable enough that people can resonate to it because everybody hates a fake. Shocker. <laughs> and this is why. These campaigns always try and achieve some sort of perceived sense of authenticity and often why they fail miserably. But all of these fuckers can continue to fill our goddamn feeds and our goddamn lives and our goddamn internet with their fucking corporate filth because they have enough money to throw spaghetti at the goddamn wall and see what sticks. Capitalism fucking ruins culture. Incentivizing the commodification of culture in order to monetize absolutely everything enjoyable is the worst. It's antithetical to, like, the production of art. I know an artist who draws exclusively furry porn. Like, just some real raunchy shit. Like, wolves fucking hawks. Wow. Crazy shit. And you want to know the reason why they do that? They like it? No. They hate no? that shit. They're not furries. Because oh, shit. that commission of like the wolf fucking the hawk got them $1,500. Oh my God. And they can make that off of, and they make that easy. There are a lot of suspiciously wealthy furries out there <laughs> who will pay for like lewds of their OCs. My friend likes to draw other stuff. He went to school to do architecture, but you know what's less lucrative than his career as a goddamn uh, erotic furry artist? Being a goddamn architect. And he has to pay fucking and he has to pay his fucking bills. So what we get is furry cocks. Which is fine. I mean like it, no judgment here. That. This is a furry positive space. Yeah. Furries are awesome. However. However. 
it makes me very sad that the amount of art that the types of art that we get in the and this applies to many things that we can talk about another time but the types of culture we get the types of scientific discoveries we get the types of things that happen in society are so closely dictated by what is lucrative in order to produce because somebody can't get materials to produce things for passion or because like simply you can't justify the reason for doing something unless it can be commodified i like talking into a microphone but we have to have a fucking Patreon, and I have to think about how I can make this uh, this goddamn podcast marketable, yeah, which I'm not gonna... doing with this episode, for fuck's sake. But, like, you know, at the same time, it's something that I do think about a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. I manage four podcasts, and probably more in the future, and I just really like audio editing. It's fun. I get to f play around with stuff. I get to make people sound good and smart. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny and it's great. And I have to, th yeah, we have to think about how to monetize the podcast because to do this, to do this show, to, uh, to make sure it sounds good and to make sure that it, it is well presented and everything like that. So more people listen takes cash. We don't like capitalism that much here, but we're in a capitalist society. So that's why at the end of every show, we say we have a coffee, we have a Patreon, we have this, we have that, because that's how we can make, that's the only way that we can reasonably produce this show with any amount of quality. And the reason why we can justify it, like if I didn't mm. know that, if I didn't have like even like, you know, I don't expect to make that much money from this show truthfully, but it'd be nice if I could. But if I yeah. didn't have that hope, I couldn't justify doing this in a capitalist society. And wouldn't that be a loss for you, listener? <laughs> I mean, but also a loss for me. And also, like, I went to school for fucking creative writing. I used to be a goddamn poet. Now look at me, a marketing professional. And <laughs> oh I had God. to do this because I fucking need money. Yeah. I want to do underwater basket weaving, like what I goddamn majored in, you know? Sometimes you just <laughs> want to fucking dive your head under the goddamn water and weave a basket, but capitalism doesn't make that possible. And it makes me angry. And that's the episode. Now we're going to talk about the good things that have happened or will happen or is happening or are happening. I don't know grammar. So, uh, Nicole, what good things are happening for you? What awesome thing is is bringing you joy today? Well, we are now two episodes into the second season of the podcast, our second year of doing this shit. Um, and we reached <laughs> a really awesome milestone uh, last week. We got a mic stand. If you notice, the sound quality on my end is a little bit better. Um, that is why. We've gotten a few donations on our coffee. Thank you to our listeners. Really appreciate it. So I've finally Seriously. been able to throw away the goddamn box that I've been using for the last year and get a real <laughs> mic stand. There's a pop filter and like a little like 
doobly do it's really it's nice and it um it makes <laughs> it makes the podcast a lot easier to record and i can like actually put my back up and this might actually give me the ability to like stream because before i didn't really know how i could like type on the thing and do it all at the same time because of how my setup is laid out so like you know it's just opened up a lot of doors in terms of like what i can do as a creator so thank you so much that's so awesome i'm i'm really excited I yeah <laughs> what's making you happy man um well one that i i i'm just really happy that um because we've been talking about getting you a mic stand for the year and it's really great that we reached that but um just today i was finally able to get to the optometrist and get my eyes checked <laughs> And that means I can get new glasses. Thank hey. God. I My glasses snapped in half a few months ago, like in March, right? Like in the middle of all this shit. So I was cleaning them and I guess I pressed too hard or something. And it just really right, right on the bridge. So I had to order them. I had to order new glasses from like cheap glasses online or something like that. The st- the ones I got, the lenses are okay, but the but the the temples don't reach the back of my head. I don't know how they that happens. <laughs> I don't, my head's big, but not that big. So now I can actually have glasses that will fit. I'm getting them in two weeks. I'm so excited, so excited about hey. this because I won't have glasses digging into the top of my ear anymore. <laughs> Because I have glasses made for a child. So (laughs) I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really, I'm really hyped about that. Also, apparently, like, it's good because my eyes are worse than before. (laughs) Oh, shit. But I'm really glad that that was caught too. So, yeah, good, uh, good shit. Good shit. So. Um, so thank you so much for everybody for watching. I know that we were before we were bitching about uh about like monetizing the show. <laughs> but we really, really, really appreciate the help and the donations and the listeners. We we love all of our listeners. Uh we're on we have a bunch of people listening, just uh like subscribers, some and people on Spotify, listen on Spotify. Uh people on stitcher and all of these different services it's really really great that you guys all enjoy what we're doing so thank you so much for that and like we mentioned we have a coffee ko-fi.com slash say this cast if you want to give us a one-time donation um help us out the next let's see our next goal is i'd like a mic stand so let's get let's hook me up oh damn um, you have a mic stand <laughs> no I, I have like a, a little tribe pod thing on my desk oh shit yeah what i had only i couldn't get enough lift (laughs) basically yeah okay (laughs) so um so yeah i don't know i'll I'll get it i i need a mic stand too honestly so um ko-fi.com slash say this cast if you want to be a patron then that would be super excellent if you uh, if you become a patron at the five dollar above level. You'll be able to hear the episode early. Uh, you'll be able to make suggestions. Uh, you'll be able to um, help us out even more because there's a lot of stuff that we really want to do. We want to make a uh, have a, a 
bomb ass website. We want to um, get some art for the show, maybe put stuff on YouTube. We're looking into a lot of stuff. So patreon.com slash say this cast. Uh, Nicole, where can people find you online? You can find me at on Twitter at um, Jack of Three Trades, and that's three is in the number. You can find me at Press Start Lock on Twitter and Press Start Morlock on uh, on Twitch. So if you want to follow any all of those, any of those, you can also follow Say This Cast on Twitter. If you have any questions, then you can email us at Say This Cast at gmail.com and obviously go to saythiscast.com for listening to past episodes and any any new episodes and links to subscribe on any of the services thanks to mustin for all the music that we play on the show m-u-s-t-i-n you can go to store.mustinenterprises.com to uh, look at all the great music we play under the stories and everything like that um and our new theme song uh mario Bay breeze is from his album with dale north called uh, more than mario so there'll be a link in the description to check that out it's a wonderful album i shouldn't have to say this is a member of the planetside podcast network to learn more go to planetsidepodcast.com are we just going to end every episode with that's the episode that might be the new thing <laughs> That's it's also how I signal that I'm ready to stop. <laughs> I see. <laughs> it is just my natural. Okay, we move on now. <laughs> you know what? Good to know. Okay. <laughs> I did not know that signal. Um, That's why it's will... a very obvious one. <laughs>